Britta Hane. Welcome to the podcast Simplify to Clarify by BVD Stockholm. Thank you. We will talk about some of the problems we face as we try to live in a world of overwhelming distraction and possessions overload. And Britta, you are the founder of Simple, uh, SMPL, and you try to yourself simplifying consultant. Yes, <laughs> I love to simplify the days of people, for people and, and companies. That's interesting. But before we set on off on a journey towards simplicity, uh, we let our guest choose a location. And right now we are sitting in an almost peaceful place uh, and looking over the Baltic Sea, a, a panoramic view of Stockholm. Uh, where are we? We are just outside Stockholm um, in Nacka. I chose this place because it has the water, it has the nature, and it makes me feel calm. And that's where I get my energy from, just to have this view and surroundings around me. So um, I love walking in the forest as well uh, to get my energy. And how is it in the city? Very hectic. <laughs> Surely you can find a quiet place to sit down at, but um, nature for me is more relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, back to simple. Simple is about organizing simplicity, as you said, mm-hmm. and you help people at home or in the office to simplify their everyday lives. How did you begin simple and, and what was the purpose? Um, I love to simplify everything I do and I also love to help people and in all jobs I had I've been helping people in different ways Uh, before I worked in big companies but I found myself I I need to be close to people and helping them so that's why I started simple um, to you know to, to be close to the people I help and because I I I get energy from seeing the results of their lives being simpler. So that's why I started it. I, I want to simplify wow. for people. And if you're going home to people, I, uh, I read that your website smpl.nu, simple.nu, that the Swedish household, if you put them together, spend almost two centuries to locate keys, bus passes, children gloves and everything like that. Uh, and each one would spend like a week per year trying to locate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it like that? I think um, today people, it, it's a lot of reasons. Um, one reason is that we are very stressed uh, these days. And we have a lot of things on our minds. Uh, we have um, a lot to do. Uh, maybe we, we have kids. Um, they go to soccer practice, hockey practice piano lessons, whatever. And when you live in a hectic life, you might not put things where they should be put. (laughs) So you put them in different places. And also the other reason I think is is that we have too much stuff today. We have, I believe that 80% of the stuff we own, we don't use. So 80%. 80%? Yes. And I find that a lot when I'm working with people. The same thing is with information at companies. 80% of the information and stuff we have, we don't use or look at. So there is the big problem as well. 
So when you work at people's home, what's the most common problem? Is it the thing that you complicate things or what is it? Uh, when people ask me for help, their problem is that they're frustrated, irritated about these things in their homes and things don't... It's, it's, it's either too much or the things are not in its place. Uh, and when I work with people, we always start to declutter. And so a lot of things going away. To charity, they sell things, they, you know, they recycle things. Uh, and when we take away the things, it's so much easier to see what you have and organize it. So... But where do you start? If you have to declutter 80% of your home, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite a big thing. Yes. When, what, uh, where do you start? It depends on... I, I, usually I say to the people I work with that, what's the most frustrating at the moment? And it's different things for different people and, and families. Um, some families say that it's the kids' room or the living room or the kitchen. And a big thing is also storage and the garage. That's a big um, frustrating um, area. So, so you start with the things you're not, you know you're not using, mm-hmm. like the storage things. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and often we start with the, um, they want my help if the area or it's a lot of things in that area. It's too much to handle by yourself. They realize if I'm going to do this myself, it's going to take me a week. And only that is um, wasting energy, thinking about that. So that's where I usually help them. Mm. So what I think about is why why are we hoarding? Why are we saving so much stuff? <laughs> mm. It's, it's no um, surprise that we consume more today. Um, I think consumption is one of the problems, but also um, sometimes people have feelings to the things. They got them as a gift, maybe 50, 50 years birthday or a wedding gift, and it's hard to get rid of. Um, but also the stressful life, when you buy something new, you don't always think about getting rid of something old or the things you don't use or are broken. So you collect things and all of a sudden, um, not all of a sudden, but some someday you will realize that, oh my God, I have so much stuff at home. How did this happen? Uh, it, it comes like a surprise, but when you have your eyes open, it's not really a surprise, is it? So, mm. so when you have done this move, you you have simplified in your daily life. Uh, what does people say to you? Mm. What do clients tell you afterward? Wow! Uh, one client told me that it feels like a like a big rainy dark cloud has just disappeared above my head. Wow! <laughs> um, I can think clearly and. Uh, I can think about things that makes me happy, that I want to do. I want to socialize more with my kids. I want to start this project. I, could, I wasn't able to focus on this before because I was all thinking about the, the clutter and you know the distractions, being frustrated, irritated, and um, yeah. So it's more like they say that it's um, 
to summarize it, it frees the mind. <laughs> the mind gets clear, and they get a focus they didn't have before. Before. Uh, and if we going from home to the office, uh, I read on your website as well a survey by McKinsey that shows that an employee spends an average of 45 working days per year to look for internal information in order to do their job. And uh, uh, it say it costs more than 100,000 Swedish crowns or 11,000 euro per year and per employee. And that's a, that's an amazing statistic uh, and awful. Um, what, what can we do about it? Forty-five days a year is really a horrible number. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the first reason for being like this is that we have too much information and not one way of storing information in a company. Say, for example, if you have hundred employees, if you don't have a clear guidelines how to store things or how to to, um, name the files. It's going to be a chaos in a hundred different ways. So um, just have um, the solution of it is to have a strategy how to store things but also here the clutter, the information get rid of old information because yeah I usually say like this, one file or one piece of information file or, or picture in the computer is equal to one thing, a physical thing. So if you have that in mind, I believe we have a lot of information that we can get rid of in the office. So declutter the information as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's not just information in the office, it's also a lot of distractions. and. This is, I'm talking for myself and probably a lot of people recognize it. Um, so when I'm working, I have distraction coming from every direction. Uh, in front of me is the like, computer and I have email notification and other notifications, uh, an endless amount of reading materials, uh, news, uh, and emails coming in and emails um, waiting for a quick response. And I also mostly of the time have several programs open and this is just a computer uh, around me several people would like to chat and I have to divide my attention on different things like a ringing mobile device or music from several co- co-workers uh, a colleague come to my desk and ask questions and incoming papers needing attention and so on and so on it's, that's a clutter, distractions <laughs> yes. so uh, what can I do about it? It's um, and you stay. You sit in the open plan solution, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing as well. It's really hard to to um, close the door in an open plan solution. Uh, one way of doing that um, is just to tell the people around that I'm going to focus here for an hour or two, or put your he- headphones on uh, with music if you can work with music or just quiet. Uh, that's one thing and. The emails, turn it off if you need to concentrate. Uh, Turn internet off if you need to do a presentation, for example, in PowerPoint or Keynote. Um, Focus on one thing at a time. And it's it's a simple you can simplify this as well, like 
telling people that I'm not focused, I'm focused on this now, but I will answer your question after lunch or in the afternoon. Should, uh, so I should have like a focus time during the day and an open time, so to say, yeah. where you can answer emails and answer questions and mm. everything like that. Yes, and in, in the open time you can do things that doesn't doesn't require that much focus or any, any, any energy. You can sort of do it with your left hand. <laughs> yeah, you know how to do it. So it's it's a, it's uh, all about planning the tasks uh, in a way that they you you will be making you will do them. Uh, maybe in the mornings is your focus time. So do complicated tasks in the morning then, if that's your focus time, and more simple tasks in the afternoon. But this focus time is harder when it comes to email mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a, like a hate love relationships to email it's not the passionate style of relationship it's a, it's a, it's more on an on off relationship mm-hmm. uh, and it's not the letter themselves because they are from real people trying to communicate with me and, but I hate expectation and you should react directly on an email uh, everything is important Um, but if I should answer and react of all things coming into my mailbox, I won't do anything else because every time I respond, it comes a new response. Mm-hmm. And when you're working with emails, you're working with up to 30, 40 different tasks at the same time mm-hmm. because that's the email thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can I do about it? Um First, I want to say that the McKinsey uh, that you referred to earlier in the same um, study, they uh, concluded that 25% we use, 25% of the work they we use for emails. So um, that's also an important thing to structure the emails. And if you have clients, of course, you can't tell them not to send you emails, but you can be clear that you answer emails maybe three or four times a day. And if it's deadly serious, it's really rushing, you have your phone. Ask them to call, call you instead. Because that, that I think we miss a lot today. You know, picking up the phone or walking to the colleague and discuss the thing instead of... Yeah, and today we, we do it over email. And maybe one conversation that should take maybe two minutes can take ten emails bling 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 and it's not really nice is it no it's um, not effective at all so pick up your phone walk over there and speak to the person oh thank you much nicer <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to you Britta what's your story how did you become a guru on simplicity well um, yes um, I was thinking about this you, you said you're going to ask this so I think the start of me seeing The importance of things doing doing it in, in a simple way was when I worked in the in the kitchen. I'm educated as a chef, and one of my first jobs were in the in the restaurant in Gothenburg. It used to have a, a star in Guide Michelin, and in the kitchen, the communication was just so clear and simple because everybody need to know what's going on, and that made me learn that. If the communication isn't clear, if it's not simple, if not everyone understands, the food's going to fail in one way or another. 
So that's where I found that being straight to one another, uh, being clear, being simple is the way to go. Because every, every, after every shift, I knew if I've done something wrong, if I've done something right, if I've done something not so good, if I've done something very good, I knew instead of being worried. And so I knew also what to improve and to work on. So, uh, because why. now you are a consultant of your mm. own, uh, have you worked in another area where you feel the life as overwhelming distraction and everything like that? Hmm. In the earlier, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> I tend to have before I have jobs that are new, or and I have to structure them. Uh, so I've been in chaos. I have. Um, I have the things that happen. I I'm, I think I'm very nice as a person. I want to help people, and by that I take on a lot of tasks mm. to help people. <laughs> And I don't realize that I'm in chaos until I, I have a tunnel vision. I only see the work I'm ha- having in front of me. I don't see the nature. Uh, I don't. I don't see the beauty of the nature, or I don't see the people in this grocery store. I just have a tunnel vision, and that's when it goes too far. That's interesting. So you're simplifying other people's life, and that makes your life in a chaotic mm. life. <laughs> yes. So I struggle it with every day. Yeah not to, to end up in that situation so yeah that's interesting because I struggle quite hard to simplify in my own life and I give a lot of advice and still finding myself not following my own advice and it happens more often than I would admit to myself mm. so could you give us an example when it's too much for you when you can't simplify mm. An example, yes. Um, it's it's when you have clients all day, and you also get emails, and you know you have social media to update. You have the marketing plans. Um, sometimes you need to fix some IT problems, so you sort of um, dealing with a lot of things at the same time. And I know it's not good. <laughs> That's why I, what I say to people don't deal with several things at a time be focused but it's really hard because people as you said before they they sort of have an expectation you're going to answer them yeah. now or in an hour <laughs> <laughs> and, and what advice do you have for someone who wants to uh, start living a simple life Mm. at work or at home do you have a, like these five points or these five steps or yeah and the first thing is what's the goal in your life what do you want to do what makes you happy and then when it comes to things and the task on your to-do list is for everything you bring in or task you put on the to-do list you need to remove one or two depending on how much things you have Um, and the other tip is to have a place for everything also the information in the computer and then take 10 minutes every day to you know go through the next day or the week organize the things the tasks just 10 minutes that's one 0.7% of a day I think we have that right 
So 10 minutes can change your life. Yes. Do you have any new projects on the horizon? Yes, I always have new projects. Um, I am writing a book at the moment. It's my first book. It's about organized simplicity. I haven't got a title for it yet, but it's a guide and a handbook, a simple one. It's not so much text, um, so it's for everyone. Either you like to read books or not. Yeah, that's one of the projects. Oh, we're looking forward yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, and maybe the author and philosopher Henry David Thoreau summarized it well in his quote. Uh, Our life is frittered away by details. Simplify, simplify. Thank you, Britta Haner, founder of Simple. And find more about Simple on the website, smpl.nu. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you.